this thing is a great gift for a strip show, dance show. Work there, dude. Welcome back, guys, on today's show. A girl on TikTok explains why she just wants the tip and why are men with COVID coming up short and get ready to run to the hills again and who is the latest group of people to fall for Internet scams. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Hi, I see you on the live stream there. Everyone looks good. I look fashionable. I always look good from this far away. So... Welcome to Deacon Live. How are you doing? Are you surviving these storms and stuff? Uh, here in North Carolina, we broadcast, actually, Deacon Live broadcasts just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, beautiful town we like to call Marshville. Uh, we sit on about 22 some odd acres. We have horses, we have chickens, uh, we have interior pets and exterior pets. And, uh, we got a big ice storm, I think, at the beginning of this week. And then, uh, they said, okay, everyone's good. Go back, you can go back outside and play. And then they said, nope, nope, nope. Get back inside. I think tomorrow and Friday. Uh, we're going to get another uh, uh, ice storm or something. I don't know. So the generator's out. Uh, everything's already set up. And you know what? Here out Marshall, you know, population 2,500 people. You know, I always make the joke, you know, someone farts and the power goes out. And we get a little bit of a rainstorm, power goes out. Someone sneezes, <laughs> the power goes out. During this whole ice storm, I mean, it was literally like sleet and rain and snow for a good 36 to almost 48 hours. Nothing. I got, we got one flicker in the morning and then that was it. Power stayed on. You know why? Cause there's no morons out there on the road driving around and slamming in, I guess, slamming in the telephone poles or are they telephone poles or are they power poles now? What do you call, what do you call the, I guess telephone poles, right? It's a, holds up the telephone line. Why wouldn't you call it a power line? Well, I guess you call it a power line too. Welcome to the new world, Trav. <laughs> it's a big wide world out there. You should get out there and walk around and enjoy it. And I have recently. Now, I haven't had a good Walmart story in a while. For those of you who don't know, uh, my wife and I both work from home. As you can see, I'm here in my uh, luxurious heated studio. Uh, we have about 800 square feet up here. It's completely wired with cameras and <laughs> wire cables and all that stuff. Now, you say, well, well, why do you have all that stuff? Well, I, I actually do several different podcasts. And... I'm getting ready to change this podcast up a little bit. Uh, we're going to change the intro a little bit. We're going to change how we do things. So guys, stick around for that. I might take next week off. So if you see a little uh, delay in the next week's episode, please forgive me. I'm just taking the week off. But I also do, self-plug here, I also do bad calls, which are uh, telemarketers that, that call the studio. I try to keep them on the line as much as possible. And that's bad calls. And <laughs> some of them just call me motherfucker all the time. That's all they know. Big dick motherfuckers. That's all they know. Uh, I also do, uh, is this going somewhere with IT Dan? And we'll talk to him later on in the show here and also i do equine dynamics which is the newest podcast i started or we started a gentleman uh, a national farrier he's been all over the united states all over the world actually uh he was a, a official farrier for the equestrian world equestrian games and stuff and uh we do a podcast up here called equine dynamics with mike stein so you can check that out as well if you're a horse lover or, or uh just like to hear about horses or if you're a horse rider and you don't know what you're doing or of course you know what you're doing but if you want to hear some uh, information on how to build sound of horses from the ground up uh, you can check out equine dynamics with mike stein now 
Went to Walmart the other day. Uh, I haven't had a good Walmart store in a while. It's getting to that point where the shelves are empty, so no one goes to Walmart anymore. So, like, the aisles are free and clear. I get now and then an old lady rams in her card into me and is like, oh, I didn't see you there. Oh, really? Where'd you park out in the parking lot? <laughs> Make sure I'm not near you. So my wife the other day wanted to get deli meat. I said, all right, what are you doing? She's like, there's this new recipe I want to try. I need ham and, and some sliced chicken. I said, okay, I can do that. So I go to the deli meat counter, and there's, like, maybe two or three people there. And, of course, they don't have boar's head meat, which sucks. Uh, they have Primadella. Ooh, fancy Walmart brand. But who knows? It's probably off the same pig. It's all probably off the same chicken. Who knows what they do? It's, it's the way they salt and pepper it. But the girl behind the counter, completely sterile. When I say sterile, she's got her gloves on. She's doing all the P-E-P-E-P-P-P-E-T-P-T. She's got her gloves on. She's got her mask on. She's got like a face shield down on her face because she you knows she's cutting meat. And she doesn't like, she looks new. You know, she's maybe 20 soaking wet. Does that make sense? Oh, well. And... She's doing all the protective stuff to protect me from, you know, whatever she's got and while she's cutting the, the sandwich meat. And I look at her and I, I kind of, it didn't dawn on me at first because it's, I don't know, it, it just didn't dawn on me. And I'm looking at her hair. I'm like, wow, she's got really, really cool looking hair. She's got burgundy, burgundy pink violet hair. Which is cool. You know, all the kids are doing that. Oh, look, I'm green. I'm punk rock. I'm cool. I'm different. I'm, I'm a, a lesbian. I'm whatever you are. <laughs> LGBTQ bacon sandwich. And she's got long, I mean, long, long. When I say long, she's probably 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, down past her butt, dreads, dreads, pencil dreads. And they look so cool. And they're, and, and I'm like, God, that's a big commit. That's a big commitment in itself to have dreads that long and then to go ahead and, and dye them a color, a burgundy or violet or whatever. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, God, I wonder how long she's had that. I wonder how. And then I go, you know what? The other side of me, <laughs> the consumer side goes, Hey, why don't she have a hairnet on? And I'm looking and I'm like, well, maybe they don't have a hairnet. And I look, the lady that does the frosting on the cake watched her put her hairnet on before she frosted someone cakes. Oh, what do you want this to say? Happy birthday, Tony. Happy birthday, Tony. And the lady who does the fried chicken and stuff on the other side, she's got a hairnet on. Everyone that's behind that counter's got a hairnet on, except for this young lady. And I'm thinking, all right, so where's the argument there? She's got dreads are all contained? No. It needs to be up in a hairnet. It needs to be in one of those almost like beanie, uh, hacky sack bags on her. I mean, that's how much her, how much hair she's got. And so I wonder how she got away with, uh, having all that, all her dreads down to her butt. I mean, she had it back in a ponytail. I mean, it was, you know, not nicely done. It was like hanging in her face or anything like that. She had a, a handkerchief tied up, you know, behind the neck or behind her, yeah, behind her neck and up over on top of her head, and it was keeping them all wrapped up nice and tight. And then I noticed halfway down she had two dreads tied in a knot to keep them from swinging back and forth. But still, no hairnet? I mean, if I had long hair, if I had long, luscious hair, at what point do I say I don't need a hairnet anymore? Now, I know a good friend of mine that I worked with at Home Depot, He's a cashier, and he, I had no idea. I've, I've known him for God knows how many years. I never knew he had, like, almost middle of his back hair. He kept it. He wrapped it up. Wrapped it. Now, of course, you don't need to have uh, a hairnet at Home Depot, but he kept it wrapped up in a nice tight bun on top of his head, and he also wore a hat every day. I just thought his hat just sat on his head funny. But if you've got long, if I've got long hair, do I? can I get away with not wearing a hairnet? Just throwing it out there. These are the questions that I see and that I come across my mind as I'm sitting here in this. Lonely little world that we call Marshville. Well, it's not lonely. It's fun. We get chicken trucks that go by all the time. All right, guys, stick around. We're going to get into the show. We're going to try kind of change it up a little bit. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, stick around. You'll send Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Give me a head with hair. Long, beautiful hair. 
for a cocktail, isn't it? When did you start drinking? March. <laughs> Please leave a message. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. And someone will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, have you set up your portfolio to retire this year? If you haven't and you want to get on board with this whole cryptocurrency, just all the whole crypto stuff that's done right through your handheld device, Robinhood University provides stock updates and education online. The average person is working full-time and doesn't have enough time to read all the trades and opportunities and what they're doing in technical analysis. Go to universityofrobinhood.com to sign up now, and they'll teach you everything that you need to know on how to trade stock all through your phone and through the Internet. That is universityofrobinhood.com. Listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio. Click on social contacts. That's what I was going to do. My my memory is going left and right here. Uh, I've got so much stuff going on. I told you about all the different podcasts that I got going on. I forgot to print this thing up. So give me one sec while I look through my stuff. Let's go here and print this out. All right. So you're going to hear some noise in the background. I apologize for that, but that's the way things are working right now. Um, make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And don't forget for every podcast we do, like now, we also have a matching video as well. We're live streaming on our Twitch channel, our YouTube channel, and our Facebook page. So make sure you, there it is. Sounds like they're chopping down trees back there. Make sure you follow us and subscribe and do all that stuff that links us to you and you to us as well. Kids, kids are stupid. Kids are absolutely stupid. And I say that in the most polite way. Right now, online scams are apparently victimizing teens more than the elderly. So (laughs) what the elderly right now have been dealing with modern technology for a longer time than, let's say, our grandparents were and our grandparents passed that. So people that are now 70 years old, so what's 70 from now? They were born in doing math, 40s, teenage years. They're used to the technology. Kids now, you know, even if you're born 20 years old, you're 20, you're 20 years old right now, you've always had technology and you've always had these that, that enforced in your lifestyle in some form, fashion or another. Online scams, when you hear this term, you often think of the not so tech savvy seniors that are out there who fall for it. But you'd be happy to be surprised or be surprised in the same sense that teenagers are the generation considered to be more far technologically inclined have fallen for more scams than often. According to this article here, people between the ages of 20 years old and young have risen 156 times in the past three years to considerably fall for these scams that are out there. A cyber fraud was able to steal a massive $71 million from youngsters last year. $71 million from youngsters? <laughs> What'd they do? Steal it from 250 million youngsters? They ain't got no money. Where'd they get the money from? Mom and dad, probably. While this doesn't even come close to how much older folks, you know, have lost in the internet, but 
up to uh, $966 million that older people have, but younger people. So they're getting that, that 70, $71 million from these people that are under 20 years old, 20 years old and younger. And, uh, that's kind of what the, the bad calls podcast is. It's all these bad telemarketers, you know, my car insurance, my health insurance, my roof needs inspecting or solar panels or something like that. And check it out. Go over to iHeartRadio, search for bad calls. And you'll see a little broken cell phone. And I think I've got like 80 or 90 different episodes up there. Some are small. So my goal is to keep them on the line as much as possible. And it's funny to, to hear all the stuff they, huh? What? All right. There, there you go. Now, what do you do with all your old technology? A lot of people put it up on Marketplace, Craigslist. Is Craigslist around anymore still? Are they still doing their thing or not? I'm afraid of Craigslist. Uh, Craigslist murderers, Craigslist uh, serial killers, you, you've seen all the thing. And Marketplace is now the next thing. So what do you do with all your tech gear, all your phones? You know, you open up all, it's, we just got through Christmas, so you open up all your, your new Fitbits, your new iPhones, your new uh, cameras, whatever you got. I actually, oh, there's a call right there. I'm not going to take that one on the air. Not today. But what do you do with all your, your, your tech stuff? Now here, I had to replace the video card in the studio PC here. And this thing right here, what am I supposed to do with this now? This little, uh, video card? It works. The fan just kind of makes too much noise for my liking here in the studio. It sounds like a, a little whirly gig down there going wee, wee, wee. So I replaced that and it's nice and quiet. That's what I want here in the studio. But what do I do with this now? Do I throw it away? Do I sell it on eBay? Do, what do I do? There's a couple websites out there that you can check out that's called Declutter, D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R, and Gazelle. And most of that's for mobile phones and MacBooks. And then also there's like camera gear and stuff you can also sell on there as well. So what do you do with all this stuff? Just be careful out there. It's piling up. I mean, I think, here, here we go. Are you ready for this? Outside of your, your cell phones and, and the, the small stuff that you would have personal data on, well, I guess you're, you're, tower and your laptop and stuff the dump usually has a recycle where you can recycle like um not that you're going to throw your laptop out there and let some joe harry come by and get it uh but your refrigerators stoves things like like that you can take it to your dump and it's usually free to to put it in the recycle area uh, as far as phones and uh Laptops, if they work, just be careful out there. But the two websites that I was thinking about that I came across was called Declutter and also Gazelle. So make sure you do the right thing and make sure you're not just throwing them in the garbage. I've got a drawer full of phones. Like it's worst case scenario. Like I've got a drawer full of cords, power cords and different end of cords. Everyone's got those cords laying around and you don't know when you're going to need them. Cause if we ever lose power in the house or we ever lose the computer, we always have maybe a phone that we can get on the internet or something. I don't know, it's some weird freaking thought. Now, one guy who's been lying to his wife for a very long time is now confessing. This gentleman right here, for the longest time, he's been claiming extra gummy bears from his wife until now when his wife just caught on. It seems like a match made in heaven. This dude eats his wife's least favorite flavors. She, uh, He told her, you ready for this? So he told her all the green ones in the gummy bear things were lime. He said all the yellow ones were butterscotch. So he kept telling her all this stuff. So she's like, I don't want, I don't want these gummy bears. I don't want these gummy bears. I don't, I didn't know this. All gummy bears, like the Habaro, Harboro, whatever they are, gummy bears. You know what gummy bears are. Every single one of the flavors out there is strawberry. I had no idea. Every single gummy bear out there is strawberry in the Habaros. Har- I'm going to screw that up 15 times. Harboro, H-A-R-I-B-O. I know I, I can hear the commercial jingle in my head, but I can't say it. My mouth will not form that word, Haribo, because that sounds horrible. That's a horrible name for a company, Haribo. <laughs> What's the name of your company? Crappy-a-bo. But 
uh, every gummy bear that are in there are actually strawberries. So he confessed to his wife, hey, honey, you know, the last 13 years when you've been giving me the green ones and the yellow ones and stuff like that, even the Starburst, he was lying about those too. He's like, I just wanted the flavors that you didn't want because, I don't know, maybe she's a greedy <laughs> she's a greedy bitch and wouldn't share. Why wouldn't you share? I know my wife, this is one of the weirdest things. I didn't realize it. Like the first five years that we were, like, dating and I didn't realize this, like she would eat a sandwich and just leave one, the, like the last bite on the plate. Always the last bite on the plate. And I never really realized it. And I, I'm like, are you done? She's like, yeah. And I'd always grab that last bite. And then she told me, like, of course, several years later, she said, you know, I don't eat the last bite. I'm like, why? She's like, my fingers have been on it. You know, when you bite, when you eat a sandwich, I know, granted, you get the mass of the sandwich. But usually the last bite, it's your thumb and your index and middle finger that are on the last bite of sandwich. She's like, I don't like it because my fingers have been on the, I know, it's the world I live in. Uh, it's been on the sandwich and I just don't want to eat that last bite with all my fingerprints that from the whole entire sandwich. I'm like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> I got a high tolerance for germs and stuff. So I always eat it, but it was, she's weird like that. Now, something that is weird. One of our favorite movies in the 1980s. Well, let me make sure I got everything potted up so we can all see this. And you can see this as well. Go over to, uh, Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on Deacon Live and uh, you can find out all the, uh, the videos we do and the way you can follow us and you can see this in, in live as we're doing it here on the show. So here we go. This is a movie that came out in 1980s. Disney movie. It is coming back in a real sense here in 2022. So here we go. Movie. All right, wait, well, I got to start this over now. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, no, no, don't tell anyone. Here we go. Jamaica's first Olympic bobsled team in 1988 inspired a movie. Go to Olympics, fight for Jamaica. Cool Runnings captured the start of Jamaican bobsled. And this year, a new group of athletes is hoping to carry on that legacy. For the first time in more than two decades, a four-man bobsled team from Jamaica has qualified for the Olympics. Go to the Olympics. When the Jamaican bobsled team made its Olympic debut at the Calgary Winter Games, they had a brutal crash. But their walk to the finish line charmed the world. Chris Stokes was part of that original team. If John Candy were still with us as coach, what would he tell these guys? <laughs> you know, a gold medal is a wonderful thing, but if you're not good enough without it, you're not good enough with it. The tropical country's warm weather climate does not make training for winter sports easy. Pilot Shan Wayne Stevens, who serves in the UK Royal Air Force, once got a laugh from the Queen herself talking about his methods. How do you train? Uh, so, uh, during the lockdown, How do you train? I'm not familiar with you. And why is the light on in the background? You look awfully different than I do. Pushing a car up and down the street. I've had to make a gym. That is complete bonkers. You push a car up and down the street. Don't you have snow where you're from? No, I'm from Jamaica. So they've also got a, uh, I think they call a monoslob. Monoslob. Oh, God. Don't search that term on the internet. Uh, they've got a mono bob slutter and a female team as well. And they also, I think, a cross country skier as well coming from Jamaica. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Three million people on this little dot in the Caribbean. And to see what we are doing, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So there you go. Yeah, a little dot in the country or a little dot on the world, on the planet. 
And they're doing a lot of stuff over there. All right, guys, stick around. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk to IT Dan, see what he's been up to, and uh, we'll dive into more of the show. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Guys, you're listening to Deacon Live. My name is the Deacon. Stick around, we have more coming up. Hey, ladies, drop it down. Just want to see you touch the ground. Don't be shy, girl, go bonanza. Shake your body like a belly dancer. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course, everyone wants something for free. And the way you get something for free from us is go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio. Click on the free swag section. And we got a bunch of brand new buttons, brand new magnets. We got some stickers. And they're nice, high quality stickers, high quality magnets. The buttons, eh, you know, just something to put on your hat, put on your uh, lapel when you go to church in the morning. I don't know, wherever you go, you want to display your button. Fill out the little form there. Believe me, I got not, I got too much going on with all the different other podcasts that I'm working on to bother with. <laughs> no, not, not that, not that uh, sending out this stuff is bothering to me, but I don't have time to sit there and, and send you spam mail and all that stuff. I just want to say thank you for listening to us, and the way you do that is go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on Free Swag, and I'll send you out a little prize pack for the show. Now, uh, before we go any further, let's find out what is going on with IT Dan. Good morning, Travis. How are you? Good morning. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I just woke up. Yeah, from your third nap of the day. No, but um, have I ever told you about the purple mattress? They are so comfortable. That all I, I went in and took a nap for about an hour. Then well, I made some French toast. Well, thank you for my uh, 15% plug there. Yes, they were able to help you out. So, so what's going on with you? Are, are you did you survive the storm that came through? It was uh, it was wicked. I've never seen this much snow. Like one inch is a lot. Well, I mean, I, I worry about you because you got your house is surrounded by a whole bunch of trees and branches and uh, and all that stuff, and most of it was ice. And I was thinking that some of the branches would come to a snap and come down on your shop, on your new truck, on your house. Heaven forbid it, it fall on Kathy. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't fall on anybody, but we did have one in our neighborhood, and everyone was out of electricity most of yesterday. Hey, babe. So, hey, babe. Go out there and get the mail. It's sleeping. Yeah, go ahead, babe. Go get the mail. No, you know, you're fine. I'll tie a rope to you. <laughs> if you fall, I'll pull you back in. Yep, I just looked out the window yesterday. Didn't go any. Everything was fine here. I went outside this morning just a little while ago just to brush the snow off the cars. Um, you know, most of it's melting, but I wanted to get it off just in case we did have to go somewhere. Well, it's me- it's I'm melting, too, around. and it's going to turn back into ice tonight. Yeah, that's why I figured if I get it off the... Um, I had the truck parked partially under the overhang, and it was facing the wrong direction so I had to turn that around so the water could melt out of the bed and um, but then I just I was brushing the cars off but I, I was I could see the mailboxes from my house and I saw about six or seven people pull in go to check their mail and you know dawn on them that it's a holiday and not getting any mail 
Uh, I watched a very good, two very good series this weekend. Are you going to tell me um, about movies? Just quickly. Okay. No, the TV series. One was called The Chestnut Man. It's a Danish movie with subtitles. Yep. It was so good. Kathy and I watched all six episodes. We finished it about quarter of one this morning. We just couldn't stop. It was that well written. And what and else did we, you watch? Another, another series called Stay Close. And that was about eight episodes. Both of them were just very well crafted. That's all, you know. Good writing. That's what, what I that's what I look for. But you don't have Netflix or anything, Dan. You steal this stuff like from so you're you got a Filipino friend over there yeah. that, that hacks all your stuff and gives you like all these free movies. Yeah, but I don't well Netflix prices are going up. That's why I don't have it. Oh, is that why you don't have it? Because yeah. <laughs> it went from thirteen to fourteen fifty? Yeah, I heard it was going up. I don't even know what it goes for. So do you have any kind of you have Dish Network, don't you? No, we have Direct TV. And how much how much is that how much is that a month, Dan? How much is actually a Direct TV for you? Because I know they I know you got a landline. You got like four landlines, the internet no. and four TVs hooked up for the low, low price of twenty one ninety five every week. No, I pay forty nine dollars for my um I pay forty nine dollars for my internet from CenturyLink and Direct TV. I don't have my satellite from them. I just have my TVs. What it costs my um my. You don't even know, do you? You don't even know. It's around one hundred and fifty bucks a month for my Direct TV. But you've got you've got like uh, the shittiest internet because your neighborhood or whatever the development only wants like what one point two. Bogs per what's the, how do they rate internet speed? Yeah, I I got ten megabyte internet speed now, but they are coming through. They've ordered the stuff and they're going to redo our whole neighborhood in fiber. They're going to have you put it in too. Yeah, and, and they get one gig. Well, hopefully I can go around and um, when people get it hooked up, I can take care of all the other odds and ends for them. Well, good. Need to get it done, but I get what I have is I have direct uh, uh, Sunday ticket for my satellite. And because I love to watch football, of course you do. Now you, my, yeah, my your team is so good. They set a record on Saturday. They also uh, <laughs> set a record for the most dickheads or dildos in the end zone. They led up seven touchdowns and every seven times in a row they got the ball and marched down the field and got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's never happened in any game anywhere, Ever. and they do it in, in the playoffs. And we have a good defense. I, they were just. I don't know. They, you could not stop them. And they, and it wasn't like there was one play they really got lucky on. And Dan, Dan, what te- Dan, what team is this? No one knows what you're talking about. You're just saying football. And my team, the football team, my ever-loving okay. football team that goes down the field, they scored 17. No one knows what you're talking about, Dan. Who are you talking about? My team is the New England Patriots. All right. That beat us was the Buffalo Bills. And what happened with the dildo in the end zone? No, just one of the, one. They had one play, and they went for nine eight, nine seconds. The guy had the ball before he passed it. And usually, you pass within two or three seconds. Uh-huh. And he had the ball for nine seconds and threw a touchdown pass. And that was it was a that was an extraordinary play. But they just moved down the field. Are you just gonna you just gonna blow by the dildo on the on the? I didn't hear anything about a dildo on the field. There was a dildo thrown in the end zone when he made that touchdown. What is it? Chihuahua Brown? What's the guy's name? Number 87. No, that wasn't in the game I was watching. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now because there was a dildo. Hold on. I'm going to get flagged for all these on the Internet here. Yes. Yeah. Dildo in zone. Oh, that's a 
That's a loaded statement right there if you put that on the internet. Uh, yeah, right here. Fan tosses sex toy on the field during the Bills and Patriots game. Yeah. I never, I watched the entire game and I never saw that. Dan, you are so out of touch, man. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a video and, uh, I don't know, let's see if I can find. Yes, a Bill, a Bills fan threw a dildo on the end zone after Kendrick, what's his name? Kendrick Bourne, that's his name, scores a touchdown. Here, I'll read it to you right now. You ready? The Buffalo's fans were not thrilled to see New England score the first touchdown in the, in the postseason, and they weren't afraid to show it. After Kendrick Bourne caught a three-yard touchdown from Mac Jones, Buffalo fans threw a dildo, what they call a foreign object, and I'm going to send you this picture. <laughs> so here you go, I guess. So there you go, Dan. I mean, you're such a football fan, you don't even know that you're... <laughs> Your fans are getting dildos on the on the thing. There. Oh yeah, no, I had I had not, and I watched the entire game, and it was painful to watch. But it's, it's your team; you watch them, and I watched them win six Super Bowls and have so much success. And they're uh, it was uh, probably one of the worst games I ever watched, but they're my team, so I watched it. And you know what? They probably yeah. did. They probably did. I didn't watch the game either. You might have to go back and wa- watch the tape. Uh, you know how they were talking about "Let's Go Brandon" when uh, what's his name Brandon? What's his name? The uh, NASCAR. Driver, yeah, and they were like "fuck Joe Biden," and then they're like, and the reporter goes, "Oh, look, they're saying let's go, Brandon." So they might have said something during the broadcast when the Buffalo Bills threw the dildo on the field, and they're like, "Going, oh, there's some confetti on the field. Let's go, confetti, or something like that." When there's actual big old white floppy donkey dick out there. Yeah, and it used to be they'd have streakers on the field and they'd film them. Now they now they just say this, you know, there's an interruption on the field and they don't even show it. I sent you the email. Look at your email. Make sure that. Uh, you can see that. All right. All right. I know. You got slow internet over there. You sent it to yourself. You didn't send it to me. Did I? God damn it. Hold on. Let me send it to you now. I did, I did send it to myself. Force of habits. Yeah. Uh, and what's your name again? There you go. Here it comes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's the XR3752 model. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm surprised you didn't. You need to go back and watch the game to see where, where they actually threw that. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I, I'll probably find a clip of it because I, once I watch something, I delete it on the. Oh, okay. All right, Dan, anything else you got going on? Well, no, it's been actually pretty quiet here. Just made some French toast and, uh, not much going on. Where's Kathy at? She doing all right? Yep, yep, she's watching some soap operas. You said she, she was having some problems or something getting out of bed or something. Yeah, she said she wants to bring the mattress back because she can't get up because it feels so good. If I had a nickel. Well, I do now have a nickel yeah. since you've mentioned oh. it twice. And, and and no um no problems and no issues with you guys there with with the storm. I was really surprised we did not lose power with all the rain and ice and sleet and rain and ice and sleet and then wind and wind on top of that and wind on top of that. Nothing, nothing. So I have now proven that it's the fucking morons that drive up and down the road that slam into the goddamn poles. Or a tree or two, I don't know, you know, it could be any, one or two, either a moron tree or a moron driver out there that knocks our power out. Yeah, and we've had this, we've had two, two incidents with trees down, and I guess there was a look, there was a small, uh, one of the transformers caught on fire in one of the trees in our neighborhood, but it passed me, so. It was probably Megatron. Alright Dan, anything else before I let you go? No, it's quiet, and I hope, uh, and Amy's enjoying her holiday off. She is, she, uh, just left to go to the barn that we're paying double fee for the horse to go there for two months. So be double trained or something. I don't know what goes on. No one tells me anything. Yeah, but no, it's good. That's I, I went there with you. It's a really an impressive place. So. Yeah, she was waiting for all the actually waiting for all the the roads to thaw out because you know it was kind of it's kind of a double back road to get back there, and those roads are probably don't get a whole lot of TLC out there. No, but that's that's um, that's a good thing for her that she's doing that and enjoying herself today. All right, Dan, I'll talk to you later. Okay, sounds good. All right, bye now. Watch the dildo video. All 
Okay. All right, guys, stick around. When we come back, you ever tried to find out if your milk is bad or good, if there's no expiration date on it? Well, this company is changing the way you actually shop for milk and to figure out what that problem is. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Pop Radio. I'll be right back. Milk them chickens and pluck them cows. We're the ones that gonna fuck you now. Wandering with no purpose. Hi, I identify as a trash goblin. My pronouns are what the fuck is that and bleh. And now... What that bitch do now? Hello? Hi, my name's Paul. I'm calling from U.S. Home Solar. How are you doing? Good. Hello, message to Malcolm Holmes. Hey, this is Malcolm. How are you? Hi, sir. My name is David. It's nice to hear you. Hey, David, can I see your balls? I'm sorry? Can I, can I, can I see your balls? My balls? Yeah, like your, your nuts, under your dick, under your cock. Can I see that? Why, sir? Um, I was just wondering if I could see it. Just random. <laughs> no, you, no, you cannot. Can you send a picture to me? <laughs> to, to what? To what? Well, you call me on my phone. You got a cell phone, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> well, send me your picture. Send me a picture of your balls. <laughs> Why, sir? I want to see your balls. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can help you with that. Come on, David. Help me out. <laughs> Mr. Holmes, do you still own this Chevy Silverado? I'm not answering it until you send me a picture of your dick and balls. And I want you to hold them. Hold them like, like you're holding like a you know, basket of eggs. Okay, if I, if I would if I would do that, would you uh would you buy a warranty for your vehicle? It all depends on how big your dick is. Is it uncircumcised? <laughs> In that case No forget forget all this, okay? No, forget no, David, I wanna see your I wanna see okay, your hot cock. Bye bye. Your balls. Bye bye. Your balls. Bye bye. I wanna bye-bye. see I wanna see them. Come on, come on, David. You know you want to show him to me. You like that kind of shit. Huh? You like that kind of shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're like... You're Bye-bye. Like, no, come on, David. I'll show you. Bitch, hang up on me. 407 Welcome back to the Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. And while you're there, click on uh, social contacts. Click on all the different stuff that we've got going on there. We've got a bunch of musical artists that are support the show. We also have a lot of companies that also support the show. So show them some love, and I'll show you some love by giving you some free swag. Now, you know who Cookie Monster is, right? Uh, you ever seen him? I always wondered, you know, when you were a little kid, he eat all the cookies, and you're like going, all right, all right, all right, he's eating all the cookies. And then when you get older, you're like going, he's not, none of the cookies actually go into his mouth. You're like going, they're just on the floor. They're on the floor, Cookie Monster. They're on the floor. <laughs> but they actually, some people actually said, what is the cookie? What What are the cookies made of? Why would you bake all those cookies and then have him just destroy them and not give them to kids? Well, actually, the cookies themselves are actually made out of rice cakes. 
So they're a lot cheaper. And what they do is they spray paint and put the little black dots on them and stuff. So just in case you didn't know, Cookie Monster's cookies were actually just rice cakes. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> so do you feel bad? What about the, the rice cake community? He's getting rid of all the rice cakes. Oh, the humanity, the humanity. <laughs> Now, I just recently had a birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate all the birthday wishes and all the greetings and all the stuff. I appreciate all those. And I, my wife goes, you know, what do you want for your birthday dinner? I just want something simple. And this is my favorite, one of my favorite meals outside of, you know, spending hundreds of hundreds of dollars on steak and lobster. Ha, 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 ha. I just wanted uh, a country steak with potatoes and that was it. That's, I just wanted that thick gravy, nice, healthy, portion, not healthy themselves, a healthy portion, hefty portion of the potatoes with that chunky gravy that, you know what I'm talking about, if you ever had country steak, that country gravy, that thick, chunky, it's still got meat in the gravy all over everything, and I just love it. And then she goes, well, what do you want for your birthday for a cake? Now, a little background story on myself, my my mom is very, very skilled in the culinary aspects. She will sit there and have dinner parties and, and create all these fancy dishes, you know, way before the internet came out. She would read all these books and do all these things and try all these things. So unfortunately, me as a you know, five, six, 10, 12 year old kid, my birthday parties were basically a showcase for whatever she's made. So if she wants to make poured, poured lamb tails over a Creole risotto and all, and I'm like, I'm like five year old kid. I just want mac and cheese, mom. I just want mac and cheese. I hit the plate. I don't like that shit. And then the other thing that would just depress me out of my own dire gorg was she would make these fancy birthday cakes. I say birthday cakes, fancy cakes with strawberry rouge drippings all over this uh, whole wheat bun, lemon zested. I don't want. You know what I want? I want chocolate and I want lots of it. So my wife. You know, when we met and I told her the whole story and she, and she didn't believe me. And I, you know, one, one time she went to a birthday party, you know, one of my family members and she's like, God, she really does do this shit. I'm like, yeah. And I don't like this shit. I, I want, it's my birthday. Why didn't me, this guy. So my wife goes, you know, every year, what do you want? What kind of cake do you want? I, I always want the devil's food cake and she puts vanilla pudding or French vanilla pudding in the cake. Uh, this is my wife doing it. And then I just want cream cheese frosting. So I told my mom that, that she made that for me one time. Well, where'd she get the cream cheese from? The cream cheese frosting. I said, just out of the little, you know, the Duncan Hines thing. Well, did you know that I sat there and actually created cream cheese from milk and butter and olive oil and all this other stuff. And then I actually made, I harvest the sugar from the field. Bum, shut up. <laughs> but she would. She would make the cream cheese. She would make everything from scratch. Nothing from a box. Everything was flour. Everything was bought from the store and in increments of, anyways, I digress. This gentleman right here falls on the same boat as I did. A man who was dubbed a greedy pig by eating the better part of his whole entire birthday cake. Now, here's what happened. He goes, am I the asshole for doing this? I wanted a cake. It's just me and my wife, so normally she just makes, you know, a portion. There's another call. Put that one up on the internet here. Normally, he's like, it's a waste for her to, this is him talking, not me. It's a waste for her to make a whole entire cake because it's just the two of us. Obviously, buddy, you are not a cake person. Or are you? Because I, you make a cake in this house, the Deacon Lime house, that cake lasts probably four days. I'm talking a big 19 or 13 by 19 sheet pan. That might last three days, and it's just me and her. I look at it as eight servings. <laughs> My serving's a four by four inch square. So this guy said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm taking this birthday cake, and I'm going to eat the whole entire thing for myself. So they put it, of course, on TikTok. That's the latest trend and stuff. And everyone called him a big, fat, greedy pig. Hey, it's his birthday cake. Let him have it. He, I'll finish 
finished the whole entire cake and not wasting any of it. But she was able to eat just one slice of it, he he wrote in his uh, retort back to them. Happily agreed on her condition uh, to baking his birthday cake. So she baked it, and he ate almost the whole entire thing. And he's getting the bat. It's his birthday cake. What do you do? All right, hear me out. This guy's probably 30-something years old, right? So hear me out. What do you do when a one-year-old has a birthday cake? You know, you make a birthday cake for the one-year-old, and it usually it's what a nine-inch diameter, three-tiered. You bought it from Walmart. Hopefully, the <laughs> the burgundy dreads aren't in it, and you put it in front of the one-year-old or two-year-old. You know, whatever the high chair, wherever they're sitting in a high chair or something like that. What do you do? You put the whole entire cake in front of the kid, and what does the cake do? He shoves his whole entire hand and face into that cake, and they go, "Oh, look at him! Look at little Benji! He's so cute! Look at him! He doesn't know how to do it. He's eating it off his fingers and stuff." This guy did the exact same thing why wouldn't you just leave this guy you don't call the little kid oh look at that little fat kid he's gonna grow up to be a porker and this 30 year old man eats the whole entire cake himself and then you oh look at (laughs) disgusting i am so disgusted with you god fuck off (laughs) let him go let him go now one thing that you need with your cake is milk and my wife and hear me out here my wife, we get we don't go through milk fast enough unless there's sweets in the house. So if you see a gallon of milk in my fridge, you can turn around and ask me, all right, where are the where are the sweets at? Because we don't keep milk in the house unless there's sweets in the house, and one goes with the other. My wife bought two months ago. You you hear me? Two months ago, she bought. We went to Costco because we were doing the the whole buying the food for Thanksgiving, buying food for Christmas dinner. So we went to Costco two months. Is it two months? Christ, almost three months now. Beginning of November and. She read an article and it said something about oat milk. Oh, we saw a commercial about oat milk. And then she saw, she read an article about oat milk. I think the, it was one of those TikTok videos. And oat milk is so much better for you and all this, you know, blah, 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 blah. So we got a gallon of it. I just opened it up last night because we had no milk in the house. We didn't have sweets in the house either, but I, I was wanting something a little sweet. And I've got like the Hershey syrup. So I said, oh, we don't have any milk, do we? She's like, no. I said, oh, we got that oat milk. You think it's still good? Sure enough, I went out there, expiration date February 2nd or something like that. Here we are in the middle of January. We bought it in November. Oat milk doesn't spoil that fast, I guess. Makes you kind of wonder a little bit, you know, who's behind the oat milk. But I guess it wasn't bad. And I put, you know, chocolate, you know, chocolate syrup in mine. Because if you ever had seen oat milk, it almost looks like a very, very light. It's not white. It's almost a gray a gray white color like if you have white paint and you actually stuck your black paintbrush in it and it got a little it's it's a weird color and it's almost translucent like skim milk would be had the milk drank it with the chocolate uh syrup inside tasted great tasted great and i said you know what this might be my new favorite thing plus last in the refrigerator for three months three months that thing was in there didn't even touch it or nothing just sat in there now this company right here is relying on people to, to rely on their noses rather than the eyeballs. So when you go into a, a big refrigerator, big rolling cooler or whatever you want to call it, and you look at the milk, you know, big tapestry of milk that's on the wall or in the coolers, and you go, all right, I want you know two percent or whole milk or whatever your your po- poison is, and you always look, and it's always like let's say you know December first, and you you see one that back there that says December seventh. So you pull all the December first ones out, and you grab the December seventh, and meanwhile all the December first ones are sitting there in the front, and they're they're going bad, they're going to waste. Well, this company right here is actually removing the born-on date or used-by date 
on 90% of the milk sold in stores. Uh, and what they want to do, by the end of January, they're going to do this. Supermarket chain Morrison's has announced that they will be eliminating the use-by dates uh, by the end of January. The decision is part of an effort to reduce the enormous quantity of milk that is discarded due to consumers misunderstanding the printed expire expiration dates. This waste results in unnecessarily carbons entering the atmosphere and squandering valuable resources, blah, blah, blah. So what they're saying is they're going to let the people... now. This is over in the UK. They got a little bit more cooth than we do here. You know, us uh, ice cream lickers over here in the United States and putting it back in the in the freezer. They're going to let people open the milk up and smell it to see how, you know, it's a gamble. It's a roulette. You're playing milk roulette. But that's what they're doing over there. Customers should check the milk by holding the bottle up to their nose. If it smells sour, then it might have spoiled. If it has curled and has lumps in it, it should also be a sign that they should not use it. Milk's life can be extended by keeping it cool, keeping it in bottles, or close the door as much as possible. So with 330,000 tons of milk that are wasted every year in the UK, that's a lot of cows. That's 7%. That's 7% of what they actually produce. So they're, they're saying that that's what they're going to do. Now is spoiled milk. Hear me out here. Is spoiled milk, 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 milk turned into something else? Is it not sour cream just because it has the word sour in it? I don't know. Could be wrong on that. Anyways, but that's what they're doing. But would you want that? Would you want to go in there and, and, and all these milks that have been handled and there's no expiration date on it? What if someone took it home, didn't smell it, drank it, got sick? You could sue the pharmacy or not the pharmacy, the, the store. I don't know. All right, guys, when we come back, this girl goes to TikTok. Of course, everyone, if you got a complaint or you just want to show your tits and ass or some kind of hack, you go to TikTok. When we come back, this girl right here just wanted her tip and actually got the phone number of a guy who didn't give her the tip. I know, all cliche in in sense of uh, the story. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. You were working as a waitress in a Go ahead, act like I give a fuck and be fake for eight motherfucking hours. God damn, boy. Shit, why I gotta keep coming here? You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. And now, what that bitch do now? Hey, this is Malcolm. How can I help you? <laughs> yeah, I'm a friend working with Gavin. Who are you looking for? Kevin. Kevin? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, I'm on the phone with Ladies Cabin and I'm calling with the dealer services. It looks like we spoke a year and two long ago about your O2 warranty. Yeah, I'm wait I'm wait I'm waiting to finish I'm Kevin, shut up. I'm waiting to finish the process. Mm-hmm. But actually, Mr. Malcolm, all you have to do for now is only to check the coverage and the benefits for your future references. Okay. We're not obligating you to sign up right today. But since you are on the line, Mr. Malcolm, all you have to do for now is only to check those benefits. Call, don't call so me. Don't call me. Do me Kevin, shut up. Don't call me Mr. Call me Master Malcolm, please. Right. I have a degree in Scientology, so I pay. It's ringing up on me. 4070 Four four eight four four eight 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 zero zero.
I think men are better than women. She's kidding. No, I'm not. They provide for us, and we must obey them because they are our masters. April, stop it. I can't the things you say. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your. Stop that. Stop it. I don't want to. Stop. Why do I stop it? Oh, God. It's a catastrophe. <laughs> there we go. Can stop it now. I have no idea what's going on. There we go. I didn't hit it hard enough. There we go. All right, guys. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? You do, and I want to hear from you. That's what I want to do. I want to hear from each and every one of you, and you say, well, how do you do that? Well, go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on the little blue bar that says Be Heard. It's usually in the bottom right-hand side of the page, the landing page there. Click on Be Heard, opens up a little microphone on your tablet, your smartphone, <laughs> if you can find a working smartphone in the house, uh, and your PC, tablet, or whatever. Access your microphone. Believe me, again, i got nothing to do. I'm not going to do anything with any of that information. I just want to hear you guys. I just want to hear from you. That's all I want to do. It's, it's simple as that. And you talk right into it. It comes right to our inbox here. And if you get in early enough, we can play it on this very podcast right now. Um, if not, if you want to comment on something we talked about a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, I was looking through the records and stuff. We have actually over 256 episodes of Deacon Live. And for those of you who don't know, we do a weekly show uh, just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. I was looking at all the records and stuff. 2017, we started actually recording these and putting them up on the air. We've got more in the archive and stuff, but, I mean, these are the ones that I actually were getting credit for. <laughs> How I make my living, I guess, you want to say. 2017, we started uh, collecting a paycheck from them, and uh, you can go back to the archives and see all that as well. Now, uh, let's see. Let's, let's do this. Um, anyone a Budweiser fan out there? Well, Anheuser-Busch is redesigning the whole entire label. Well, hold on. You're like, what's, what's more America than the label that they got? What, are they going to have some kind of TikTok, uh, thing on there? Something queer? No, 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 no. What they're doing is they're just changing the direction of the Eagle's face on the, on the logo. Where's it at right here? Anheuser-Busch has changed the logo. Here's why the iconic Eagle is now facing in a different direction. The world's largest brewery is, uh, New corporate logo has a more premium, more forward-looking logo. So when you see it, instead of the eagle looking to the back, eagle's looking forward. That's it. And they're going to spice it up a little bit. Um, but they're going to they're going to change the logo a little bit, a little bit more forward-thinking on that. They're not going to do a whole lot of changing on it. Um, here's a little trivia question for you. What is the oldest logo in the world that has not changed since the I think the 1300s? Uh, what is it? Stella Artois? That logo is the oldest logo that's never been changed, never been adapted, never been anything to it. It's still the original logo from the 1300s when they designed it back then. Now, I know. Remarkable. Remarkable. Now, this person right here is remarkable as well in a bad sense. A woman puts up her baby for adoption after the sperm donor lied about his ethnicity. So you're like, going, all right, so think about it this way. So if you're a white person and your baby comes out a little, eh, you're like going, well, I thought the father was like me. And if, what if, vice versa, you, if you're a black person and your baby comes out a little, ee, you're like going, well, I thought the person, the father donor was just like me. A Japanese woman is suing a biological father for her second child for $333 million. I'm sorry, 
million yen. I got ahead of myself, which is essentially $2.68 million. After learning that he lied about his identity, a Tokyo resident who's in her 30s thought she founded a guy, a successful Japanese man from the Koto University Education, had sex with him 10 times. Uh, I guess that's what they do over there for, um, if you want a sperm donor, they just, they have no other method. They just kind of, all right, let's do it. Ten times in an effort to get pregnant. <laughs> really? Ten times? Oh, I don't know what happened. Maybe we try again. You know? <laughs> well, I don't know why you went Russian. But still, ten times, according to this article. The woman previously had one child from her current husband, but decided to conceive with a donor when she learned her husband carried a hereditary disorder that could pass on to her offspring. Can you imagine that? Oh, you have, you get married, and, oh, you're susceptible to type 2 diabetes or something like that. I'm not going to have sex with you. I don't want my kids to have type 2 diabetes or a heart attack or whatever. Short eyes, round eyes, I don't know. So she she sought help from a social media uh, to find this guy. Her uh, efforts paid off in 2019, but when she found out he was was a married Chinese man who did not attend this prestigious university, she decided to sue him. So let me get this straight. So you're a Japanese woman who's married and has a kid. You're married and have a kid with your original husband, your husband that you're still married to, still got him. We're still on the hook for that guy. Then you find out he's got like genital heart condition or something like that. And, you know, unfortunately that passes down maybe 50-50 chance to the next child. So she said, I don't want my next baby to have genital Heart condition. So I'm going to have sex with this Japanese university businessman and sex, sex with him 10 times. After the 10th time, I'm sure it happened probably between five and six that it happened. He just wanted to <laughs> seal the deal with the other five or seven, eight and nine, right? And then find out that he's this poor, disgusting, married Chinese guy, bad taste in food or something like that. And so she's suing him. I mean, I think the whole sleeping with the guy 10 times, you pretty much just give it up from there. I don't know how they do it over there, but that's what's happening. Another weird thing that's happening, Harry Potter. You know who Harry Potter is? I'd seen one movie. I couldn't tell you any line from Harry Potter, you know, any of the taglines or anything like that. God almighty, they're relentless today. So Harry, where was I? Harry Potter. And he has taken, uh, Daniel Ratcliffe is his name. He has taken a bunch of really, really unique roles, but he's allowed to. He has done Harry Potter uh, through his early adolescence to almost like a, a full-grown, almost adult. So now he's got, you know, Harry Potter money. He can do whatever he wants. So uh, I don't know if you've seen a movie called The Swiss Army Man. That is an excellent movie. It's very, very weird, very, very obscured, uh, but it's I highly recommend it. And then the other one was Akimbo, where he's got guns bolted to his hands. And he does very well in these movies. Well, I'm hoping that this movie turns out the same way. Daniel Ratcliffe is being cast as Weird Al Yankovic for a biopic. Weird Al is one, is truly one of a kind. The comedian has been the watchdog of American pulp culture since the 1980s. He's a parody artist. Of course, if you haven't heard of Weird Al Yankovic, you are not from this planet. He is also a legend. So Daniel Ratcliffe is going to do this biopic. And guess where it's going to be? Oh, it's going to be on Disney. Nope, not going to be on Disney. Disney Plus? Nope. Netflix? Nope. Hulu? Eh, no. It's going to be on Roku. Roku will be producing the upcoming biopic, biopic about the life and work of Weird Al Yankovic. It's called Weird, the Al Yankovic story. And so he's going to uh, portray Weird Al. I don't know. He's He's a talented guy. I hope he does well with it. I do. I hope he does well. You have to meet the energy of Weird Al himself, and I think uh, Daniel Ratcliffe could do it.
We were talking about a server who got upset and went to TikTok. Of course, everyone's got to go to TikTok. Everyone's got to be, you know, I got to be famous. I got to be TikTok famous now. So this young lady right here, if you don't have the money to tip, don't eat out. Server calls out a customer who left his number on the tip with no tip in a viral TikTok video. So I guess the guy left the number, his phone number, hey, babe, you're kind of cute. Call me. No tip. So she actually took it upon herself. Hold on. I'm going to pop this up so I got some music to match and everything. She took it upon herself to actually text the guy and said, you have the audacity of you know paying for over a $200 bill and not leaving me a tip. Uh, if you don't have the money, don't eat out, she said to the guy. Why do Americans just keep expecting a tip? And it's so much to be, uh, these are all people talking about, eh, fuck you. It's America. That's what, that's what they do. That's why they can't find people to work in the restaurant industry now. So here's the long and the short. So the number that went on there, she texted the guy. So for every podcast we do, we have matching video. Oh, here's a whole entire fucking page. Oh, she is a treat. <laughs> She's one of those talk close to the screen people. Oh, hold on. So what actually happened was, she texted the number back, and uh, the guy said, you know, I we were going to pay. We were going to pay. I, I gave all the money to the guy who was supposed to pay for the bill plus the tip. And uh, she said, I didn't get anything. So what happened was the guy who paid the bill pocketed the tip, took the rest of the tip money. Anyways, the long of the short was she actually got venmo the money from the actual phone number from the guy. So the guy, here's the, here's the, I can break this down for you in simple terms. So here comes the check. I got the check, right? I got the check. I think the girl's cute. Uh, thank you for your service. Uh, 1-800-DEACON-LIVE. Uh, call me sometime. You rip the, you know, give the ticket to your best friend, Charles, and you say, look, it's 200 bucks. Here's 240 250 Give it to the waitress, and then uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. He gives the 200 to the waitress, <laughs> pockets the 50 bucks, and hauls ass. Gets a text message saying, hey, girl, or the guy, or the girl was like, hey, guy, Thanks for the thing, but if you can't afford to live here or work here or, or shop here or eat here, pick one of them. Oh, I gave the money to the guy. What happened? Oh, all right. I'll, I'll bend you 50 bucks. I'm going to take it out on the guy. So that's what happened. You know, you don't have to do all the TikTok stuff, but she had to. Look, they wrote an article about her, and now this article right here, maybe this is why uh, the guy pocketed the 50 bucks. He might have had Covis. Covis. He might have had COVID, and he can't get his own girlfriend. And you're like, well, what, what's the difference between that? You know, COVID, you, you heal from COVID. You know, it's got a, what do they say, 99.8% uh, success rate uh, from all the different discrepancies and, and variances and stuff. But right now, believe it or not, guys, listen up. Girls, do me a favor. Go away a little bit. This is between me and the men. This is between me and the guys. You know what I'm saying? This is between me and the guys. Go away for a little bit. There was a discussion. Is everyone gone? Is everyone gone? Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. There's a symptom now. Guys, listen to me. There's a symptom right now that's called COVID dick or COVID penis. If you, you know, you got little kids in the room, penis, he's that penis. So men, whenever they get COVID, you know, there's, there's longstanding symptoms from COVID. You know, sometimes your hearing doesn't come back a hundred percent. Sometimes your taste doesn't come back a hundred percent. Sometimes your, your smell doesn't come back a hundred percent. Well, for guys, there's a couple things that, that have, haven't come back in about 40%. No, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Probably in about, I, I can read the article here, but I'm not going to get to A lot of men aren't performing well. They're suffering from ED because of COVID. Here's another thing. You think that's, you know, you think that's a struggle in itself. The other thing is their genitals have lost anywhere from 1.5 to 2 inches off their penis. So what I'm saying is you thought unvaccinated sperm 
was going to be a high value to some people. If you haven't had conus, if you haven't had COVID, you are, uh, what, 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 what would you use? What would the term you would use? Well, anyways, some researchers suggest that the risk may nearly be six times higher, and yet the estimates are smaller than they suggest, around 20% uh, increase of risk. Uh, a small percentage of people with long COVID, including women, have reported sexual dysfunctions as one of their long COVID, including including women that have reported sexual dysfunction as well as their symptoms, and sometimes ED can lead to shrinkage, especially if... It is caused by physical damage, scarring that causes the penis to stop becoming regularly erect. So, all right, ladies, come back in. Come back in. Bring them in. Wave them in, Charlie. Wave them in. No, give me the $50, Yomi. <laughs> wave them back in. So there you go. Um, on that note, we're going to take a short little break, and we're going to talk about how Satan is invading our schools. You listen to Deacon Ralph. I know, I got a bunch of them for you today. Stick around, you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Well, I'm upper, upper class, high society. God's gift to ballroom notoriety. And I always fill my ballroom, the event is never small. The social pages say I've got the biggest balls of all. I've got big balls, I've got big Want to know the difference between a cheeseburger and a boner? You're not giving me a cheeseburger right now. You're listening to Deacon Mark. Deacon Mark. Hello. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hello. My name is Sam. I'm Sam. I'm a, I'm a lady. So don't don't prejudge me, okay? Sam, I'm a, I'm a female. Can you address me as a female? Okay. Okay, ma'am. Uh, actually, the reason of my call, we are providing you free of cost information about Lettuce Solar Program. A Lettuce Solar? You are a single... A Lettuce Solar? Lettuce Solar, yeah. Okay. New Solar Program. Okay. So, you, I believe you are a single family homeowner, that's right. Are you going to answer the... Are you going to ask me the question and answer it for yourself? Yeah. Okay. Then ask me all the questions and then go ahead and answer them. I said you are a single family homeowner? Uh, yes, I am. Perfect, ma'am. And ma'am, your average electric bill is $100 a month, sometimes more than that, right? Do you know anyone who has a, a power bill under $100 a month? Some people pay uh, less uh, less than $100. So I said, uh, what is the average of electric bill? $100 a month, maybe more than that? Right. Sam, take the uncircumcised yeah. penis out of your mouth. Do you know anyone who has a power bill under $100? Yes. Who? A lot of people pay uh, Well, yeah. Water. Well, you guys, where you're little mud huts. You don't have electricity, so you'd be underneath a hundred dollars. But yes, mine's over a hundred. Your average bill is over a hundred dollars, right? That's what I just said, Sam. Please take notes. Are you taking notes? I hate repeating myself. I honestly hate repeating myself. Bitch, hang up on me. Four zero seven zero seven four four eight four eight 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 zero zero eight eight zero zero. Hold on, let me get my glasses on so I can see it. What is that? Oh, it's a bitch! Need a boy, you can cuddle with me all night. Give me one, let me long, be my sunlight. 
Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social contacts. And the way you do that is go to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the uh, social contact section to turn that off. And uh, you can see our Facebook. You can see our Twitch. You can see our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to all those and get connected to us instantly. We go live every Wednesday, usually about noon. And then once the podcast is done, that's available on iHeartRadio and about 25 other different platforms. And also the video is up as well. Uh, we kind of edited it up for time frame. And you can see the matching video as well over on the YouTube channel. Once we go live, we'll repost the video and you can see it as well. Now, here's the thing, you know, with all these autonomous cars that are driving around and, and hitting people, you've seen all the different videos of car crashes into this and, and something happens to that and the autonomous car uh, does this and you're like, all right, well, who's to blame? Do you blame the car? Or do you blame the driver? Well, right now, felony charges are the first in a fatal crash involving autopilot on a car. A Tesla car crashed the Model S was moving at a high rate of speed when it left the freeway and ran a red light, killing two people. In Detroit, California prosecutors have filed two counts of vehicle vehicle manslaughter against the driver of a Tesla autopilot who ran a red light, slammed into another car, and killing two people in 2019. The defendant appeared to be the first person to be charged with a felony in the United States for the fatal crashing involving a motorist who was using a partially autonomous car driving system. Los Angeles County prosecutors filed the charges in October. They only came light last week. The driver, Kevin George Aziradid, oh God, 27, pled not guilty. Radid, a limousine limousine service driver, is free out on bail with his case pending. The misuse of autopilot, which can control the steering and speeding and braking, uh, as occurred on numerous occasions, is subject to an investigation in two federal agencies. So there you go. I mean, this is the uh, the start of it. I don't know if this is going to, hopefully your Tesla stock doesn't go down, but this is the first incident where if you let the car go and it crashes in something, you ha- you are completely responsible responsible for now something else that you're responsible for now here on the French now for those of you who know we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We sit on about 22-some-odd acres here. We've got animals galore, inside and outside animals, and, you know, there's a lot of property to take care of. You know, i got to go out there, and sometimes i got to reseed the, the pastures. i got to mow our own actual, the footprint of our house sits on about an acre and a half. So, I mean, there's normal yard maintenance and everything that goes on there outside of fixing and mending and stuff with this ice storm that's come through. Thank God we didn't bust any pipes. I'm knocking on the, the, the table here in the studio. And uh, we haven't busted any pipes because mo- a lot of our pipes are exposed. You would think North Carolina, they would build houses where the pipes aren't exposed. But nonetheless, we have some exposure for our pipes. A judge blasts a 72-year-old cancer patient for an overgrown lawn. If I could give you jail time on this, I would, says the judge. A Michigan judge. You ready for this? If you want to give your opinion on this, go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on Be Heard, and it opens up a microphone. You can tell us how you feel about this. A Michigan judge fined and ridiculed a 72-year-old old man with cancer for not mowing his own lawn. Burnham, oh, that's his name. Burnham, Burnham Chowder, hurry, Chowder, hurry. Jesus Christ. Mr. C uh, appeared in virtual court on January 10th for a ticket he received in August for failing to maintain his front yard. Mr. C explained that he was a cancer patient and is very weak, so he cannot maintain the yard. He has been battling cancer for the past three years. Mr. C got zero sympathy from the judge, Alexis G. Crott. You can throw a whole bunch of things in there from the 31 District Court. The court video has now gone viral. Well, let's see the video. Let's see what happened. So to watch this video, uh, go over to Profit Radio, and we have a matching video for every podcast we do. So here we go. Um, let's see. Let's turn it up so everyone can hear it. We can all be friends. Yes, my name is Burhan Uddin Chaudhary. 
right. That's his name. You have a ticket from August 2nd, 2021. Five, two, one for humans. For family to keep the... Oh, yeah. His yard's pretty old-grown. Walkway, sidewalk, or alley, free of weeds, trees, or other nuisance vegetation. Is a first offense civil infraction? God, the Zoom call. This, this is why I hate Zoom calls. And especially this. They got, you know, we can put a man on the moon... <laughs> But we can't get a decent Zoom call microphone in here. You can plead responsible, responsible with an explanation, or not responsible. <laughs> Explain what I am a cancer patient, very old man, and I am a cancer patient. I was then very weak and sick. Very weak. And this I'm a cancer patient. I'm very old. I'm very old. I'm a cancer patient. I'm very old. Look, look after this thing. I'm looking at all these pictures. I don't know. Oh, here he is right here. And if you're looking at the judge, he's right below the judge. And these are, I guess, witnesses, attorneys, all this stuff. This woman's in. Oh, she's got a mask on, too. So get it cleaned up. Yeah, you lazy. Oh my God. Sorry, ma'am. Didn't understand. Like, so I guess this is a son that's coming in on the Zoom call meeting on his dad's uh, camera. Uh, we have to pay hundred dollar by February. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I. Oh, okay. Like, is it, ma'am, forgivable because my father is currently sick and we clean that after? Your father's can't, but look at you. You're able to do all this stuff there, Haji. Get out there and mow your dad's lawn. What kind of son are you? I take it all back. I take it all back. His father's on the video. <laughs> I know, I'm heartless. His father's on the video and his son's helping him with the case. And then his son says, Can you uh, please forgive my father? He is very old and weak. Haji, get your ass out there and do it yourself. Help your dad out. Yes. I am very sick, man. That is shameful. It is shameful. Shameful. The neighbors should not have to look at that. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself to have your son who looks fully capable to do this meeting and not go out there and, and take a weed whacker to, to the, the bushes and stuff and knock that shit down. Come on. What are you doing? Now in the hold on, what's this? Now back on the docket, a board has approved a certain club to happen after school, and it sparks controversy. The board has approved the after-school Satan's Club for elementary schools. Starts big, big controversies. I know. Parents of Illinois, Illinois. I know, I know, dear. It's Illinois. I know. She listens to the podcast. She's like, it's Illinois, not Illinois. The parents of an Illinois elementary school are expressing concerns after a local school board has approved the new extracurricular club for children that would be led by the satanic members of the Holy Temple Church will be held on school facilities. This so-called, quote-unquote, after-school Satan club was approved by Moline Cole Valley School District Board and Education on January 10th. The club will hold meetings at Jane Adams Elementary in Malloy, Illinois, beginning at 2.45 p.m. immediately after school on January 13th, February 10th, March 10th, April 14th. And this all lines up with the sun and the moon and the sun. Give me a fucking break. It's open to children in first through fifth grade. All the students first need permission from their parents. Well, it's going to be a small class there, buddy. The Satanic Temple calls itself a primary 
primary satanic religious organization in the world, even though the group identifies itself as atheist and believes in neither a literal God nor literal Satan. Instead, the satanic temple, its biblical symbol, actually represents defiance, independent wisdom, and self-empowerment. It also rewards devil advocate scholarships to the amount of, you ready for this? How much do you think a scholarship from the Devil's Advocate Scholarship Fund goes for? $666 to multiple grades, including elementary schools. Now, here's the thing, all right, and everyone's like, oh, it's Satan, it's Satan, it's Satan. Well, guess what? You have to do the opposite as well. There, there's nothing bad going on at the Satan thing. You can preach and do what they want. That's kind of way our foundation of our, our, our whole entire existence here in the United States is. Freedom from religion and freedom of speech. Now, as long as it doesn't interfere with anyone else's, you are protected by the Bill of Rights. So you are protected by that. That's your God-given right. So freedom of religion is one of those. So if you want to sit there and say, well, Satanism and all this stuff, and I'm just throwing this out there. My my wife hates when I do this, but I always, I only bring it up because it's the opposite point. It's the point and color point. Christianity, for the most part, does look down upon a lot of stuff. Does, and I try not to get political here. Satanism, basically on the opposite side, could care less. Could care less. You want to come in here? You're, you're black, you're white, you're a boy, you're a girl, you're transgender, whatever. You want to come in here and do all that stuff? By all means. We teach you empowerment, independence, self-reliance, and do all that stuff. Uh, we just want your soul. That's all we, that's all we ask for. That's all we ask for. But isn't that what anyone else is just asking for? Now, one thing I didn't ask for, but it's coming right. I have slowly been going through my, uh, now we don't have cable here. We just have all the live streaming stuff and the, and the, the Wi-Fi. So we have Hulu. We have Netflix. My wife somehow has snuck in Paramount, uh, under my nose, which is fine. That's fine. I think we pay maybe 50, 60 bucks as to cable. I think is like 120 bucks and they want to throw a phone, a landline phone. Hello. <laughs> who use, hello, who uses this thing anymore? But I went through my goal right now is going through old. Uh, cartoons now the whole seasons of everything around i've gone through and made it my effort to go through all these old cartoons that i missed like in the late 90s early 2000s you know when i was a teenager and in my 20s trying to be myself in the world i've missed all these episodes of like the simpsons and i miss a lot of episodes of family guy and and and, uh, american dad my wife actually bought me a, a whole bunch of things over here that's got the 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 houses their cells from the the TV shows, the cell of everyone's house. You know, the the I'm getting sidetracked here, but I actually finished up watching King of the Hill. I think last year about this time, King of the Hill. Dang it, Bobby! <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's my impression. That's all I know. Well, guess what? My judge has done it again. King of the Hill is reviving the series announced by its show creators. Animation legends Greg Daniels and Mike Judge have reunited to form a new animation company, and one of its first projects will be revival of its beloved series, King of the Hill. So what they're doing is uh, Mike Daniels and Judge co-created King of the Hill together has been working on expanding the thing. Anyway, so what they're doing is they're bringing back King of the Hill, which is great because if you ever watch, you ready for this, nerds out there, Season 14, the very last episode, Bobby wins an award. I know, spoiler giveaway, but then I didn't know that was the, that was the series finale. That was it. He wins an award and his dad was so proud of him. And then that was it. And I was like going, that's it? The whole entire, the whole entire series led up with Bobby. They're bringing it back. Who knows what's going to happen? So keep an eye out there for it. King of the Hill is going to be revamped. The thing is with King of the Hill, it was before the technology and stuff that we had as far as creating cartoons. If you look at, um, Old episodes of Family Guy and new episodes of Family Guy, they were using a lot, like I think around season four, they started using computer animation 
to draw the episodes as to like early episodes of Family Guy were the literally like the Disney everything's hand drawn, everything's hand drawn, all the little squiggly lines on the side. King of the Hill, the whole entire fourteen seasons is still hand drawn for the most part, or was hand drawn. So I wonder how it's going to is it going to show the rawness? Is it still going to hold its own with the jokes and stuff? I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see that. And one more thing before I let you go. You ready for this? From the file of Is This Cute or Not, an Amazon driver. Hold on. Make sure I got this right. An Amazon driver goes to drop off a package at a house. And everyone's worst fear for anyone that's delivering a package, whether it be a mailman, whether it be Amazon driver, FedEx, or whatever, is a dog left unchained in the driveway. This is how he confronts this dog, and <clears throat> you can watch this video. Go over to Profit Radio, click on Deacon Live, and you can see this video as well. I'm trying to look for the video before continue. Is this it? Maybe this is it. All right, I found it. <laughs> well, if you leave a thing open too long, it, it recycles and does something else. So here's the video. The, the clip was shared earlier this week and racked up more than 7 million views and was captioned, I thought I was a goner. So here we go. This guy is a... Uh, Amazon delivery guy, he's going up to this house, big long driveway, and there's a, if you're watching the video here, here's the video, or the picture of it, there's this pit bull, I'm going to say a pit bull, he's got his clipped ears and stuff, which is weird, his tail's not cropped, he's got a real long waggy tail, just like a, what do they call him, a, what kind of terrier, I forget what kind of terrier it is, but his ears are clipped, he looks like a mean, he's got the a white breast, a blaze in the front, and uh, the, the gray uh, coat, so here here's the actual video, of what's going on. For every podcast we do, we have a matching video. You can see this as well. So here we go. Put this on this one here so everyone can see it. You ready? Here we go. Oh, fuck, bro. You think he's a good boy? I think he's a good boy. He's wagging his tail. <laughs> be a good boy. Please be a good boy. Please be a good boy. Hi, dude. I just need to deliver this package to, 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 to your mom and stuff. So dog, cool? dog's sitting on the driveway now. Are we good? Right in the middle of the driveway. Long driveway. Are we good? Come on, no, I don't think we're good, dude. His tail's wagging back good? and forth. Come here, Dad. Oh, dude, he wants to eat me. <laughs> Fuck. All right, dude, he's wagging his tail. He's a good boy. He's getting closer. He's a good boy. Getting closer. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Oh, he's a good boy. Oh, look at <laughs> He just wants to be petted. You're a good boy. He just wants to be petted. <laughs> he's so excited. He's so excited. He's like, I'm sure he's sitting right at the... You know, just out of earshot of the house at the end of this driveway, he was probably taught not to go any further past, you know, whatever marker in the yard. And he's like going, he, I, I'm not allowed to go down there. I'm not allowed to go down there. You have to come up here and see me. So the delivery driver goes all the way down the driveway. And sure enough, when he gets there, when he gets there, he gets this reaction right here. Everything's good. Everyone went home safe and made it home unscarred or unscathed. All right, guys, on that note, I'm going to let you guys get back to what you got to do. Uh, we appreciate each and every morning for listening to us, downloading us. Make sure you go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the social contacts. We'd like to hear from you as well. Hit the little Be Heard bar at the very bottom right-hand side of the page. Uh, leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the very next podcast as well. If you have a question or you just want to give a shout-out, happy birthday to someone or something like that, or you just want to call me a knucklehead, that's fine as well. You can do that. And, and while you're there, get yourself some free stuff. Click on uh, Free Swag or actually click on podcast, and you can see all the different podcasts that I'm linked to as well, and uh, we'll send you some free stuff from those podcasts. I uh, Just fill out the little form, send it in, and we'll mail it out to you. On that note, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for downloading us. Thanks, guys. I'm going to let you guys get back to what you got to do. My name is the Deacon saying good night and good night. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end.
écoute-moi, 